Welcome to What's the Dealio? I'm Kentaro, and in this three-part series, I'm hosting one-on-one -on -one interviews with each of this year's election candidates for student council president. First of all, who are you? Hello, my name is Jake Chan. I'm a current junior, and I'm running for student council president. What clubs and activities are you involved in? In terms of clubs, I'm one of the leaders for the business club, as well as the Sudachi Service Project and the composting project. And activities, I'm part of the varsity tennis team, swim team, and baseball team this year. And Jake, how long have you been in student council? I've been in student council since the start of high school, so I've been voted as a class of 2024 reps in 9th grade, 10th grade, and 11th grade. Why should you be ASIJ's next Stuco president? I think I've gotten to know a lot of different people throughout the past three years in high school as well as since the middle of fourth grade. You know, I've interacted with a wide variety of people. I've gotten to know different underclassmen through these sports and activities clubs. So I think I would be able to best represent a diverse student body. And that's why I think I should be the next student council president. Are there any particular goals you want to accomplish regarding those things as president? Yeah, I think it definitely relates to why I believe I'm qualified to be the next student council president. One of the biggest things I focused on as a Stuco representative during the past few years was student life. So I've frequently been part of the class comps team. You can see me and Sean Shaw sometimes emceeing the class comps. And we also lead Selfie Knockout. So I think these type of opportunities where students can interact with other students that they wouldn't normally see, especially something like selfie knockout where, you know, freshmen are looking for seniors, seniors look for sophomores, sophomores look for juniors. Like this integrated mingling is something I really want to continue to promote at ASIJ. What experience do you bring from Stuco that you think will be valuable in your presidency? So I think president, it's obviously a much more responsible and like higher position than representative. You have to integrate both governance and student life. So I think I've been able, I would be able to bring that experience both from Stuco as well as outside. In terms of Stuco, like I said, I've really been focused on student life, but I've also worked on different initiatives that have to do with governance, such as talking to admin about dress code. There's also this brief problem about admin, parent, and student transparency, which is how students now receive the weekly bulletin from Dr. Harden, I believe, mm -hmm. in their own email inbox instead of it just going to parents. So I think these different types of experiences would be valuable in becoming the next student council president. Hi, this is Kentaro in post-production. For some context, the dress code conversation spans multiple years, at least back to 2020, and hinges on certain restrictions in dress code policy, such as midriff bearing clothing. No conclusive change was ever made in the Chofu handbook, but the rules are largely unenforced. Now back to the interview. Out of curiosity, did the conversation about dress code go anywhere? They definitely got more students involved in the conversation. I believe in the end, they couldn't move it due to the varying different bodies of interest, especially considering that, you know, ASIJ is from pre-K to all the way to high school. So I think in the end, they decided to not change it, but I think it was a big step forward in that a lot of students were involved in it. I believe there was a survey sent out to various students asking for the input. 
So I think we were able to accomplish a lot in that we got students involved. If there was one thing you could change about ASIJ, what would it be? There are two things I think actually. One is, you know, making, creating more opportunities for students to see other people outside of their usual friend group or even outside of their grade. Something like selfie knockout, but maybe even not different variants, but similar events where the entire high school is involved, maybe even faculty. And then you just see a lot of people meeting new people, being forced to go outside of their comfort zone. And then another thing would be just more clear transparency. Different documentation, such as the Chofu Handbook and other like rule books at ASIJ, they're quite ambiguous, I believe. And it causes a lot of confusion among students about exactly what isn't allowed. And then if it's not allowed, what are the repercussions? Whether ASIJ truly takes these problems seriously. So I think those two things would be two big issues that incorporate both the governance side of STUCO as well as student life. You said something that's really important to you is is the interaction between upper and underclassmen mm-hmm. and that it's too divided. Mm-hmm. You didn't bring up class comps when you were talking about it. You brought up a selfie knockout specifically. Mm-hmm. Do you think class comps exacerbates the divide? I mean, it does like, you know, you do see that divide. Like it does create clear divides between grades. But I think it's a pretty I don't want to say positive divide because divide is never usually positive, but you know, it allows you to feel like spirit even amongst your own grade. I think that's really valuable, especially at ASIJ where like the student body is pretty small and you know, just ha- feeling that sort of like inner community inside ASIJ. And I think playing these games with like upperclassmen or underclassmen, you know, playing dodgeball with them or like bumping into them with like that uh, crocodile eating game that we had recently. I think these different type of, types of experiences, it definitely does, I think, bring the whole school together. And I think it doesn't necessarily exacerbate the problem. Following up on that, uh, a big thing about like getting diverse representation in Stuco, that, uh, sorry, class comps, that was a big thing with the advisory system. <laughs> do you think that's a success or do you think there's a way we could improve on that? Hi again. For context, the advisory system was introduced this year as a way for more students to be involved in class comps. Every class comp season, advisories would be randomly selected, and only students from those advisories could be nominated to participate in class comps. Now back to the interview. We actually had a conversation about that inside Stuco, and we felt like we went too far the other way by forcing certain advisories to bring up people, especially if no one in that advisory is really interested. I think next year, the system we're trying to incorporate is that there aren't any advisory limits, but students are limited to the amount of class comps they're allowed to participate in in order so, for example, they may only be able to participate in one or two class comps the entire year. Mm-hmm. We're trying to like just bring a lot more diverse types of students into class comps and by setting limits with like the more frequent participants we've seen in the past years, it'll allow us to see more people and see new faces in class comps. Moving on to more of your campaign. First of all, what's your campaign slogan or catchphrase? A lot of people from like different grades have, you know, made a couple for me, but I think my two favorites right now, they're both from sophomores. One is put Chan in charge. 
and the oh. other one was keep calm there's chan keep That's calm it. there's chan yeah and put chan in charge yeah okay those are my two favorites as of right now do, do you think you'll have some posters up i think yeah definitely you know it'll be funny you know i think it kind of like gives like the vibe of what it wants to because be like this mm-hmm. fun chill place like you can always go to any rep or any like vp or president ask them about stuco ask them what's going on i think that's kind of like the vibe i want to create so like these types of courses would kind of embody what i want student council to be next year how do you plan on campaigning if if at all or how have you started campaigning in the past two years i've done more of online campaigning rather than like printing out posters so what i usually did was ask a couple of my friends from various friend groups because student council rep it's only in your grade so i ask people from various friend groups to you know sort of endorse me send me a snapchat video or photo of them saying vote jake or vote jake chan so i think something similar like that but obviously incorporating the entire high school incorporating different grades as well as i think this year like i said i want to put up more posters especially since this is a presidency election not just a representative election to like reach a wider voter base without giving us any spoilers could you give a glimpse into maybe what you would talk about or what kind of ideas are the key points in your speech i think yeah just like a lot of the points i've talked about in this interview you know promoting more integrated student life activities giving more transparency between admin, parents, and students, so students can see more clearly what's going on at the school, where are we trying to move as a school, as well as just more opportunities for students and just making Stuco, like, I think this year they've made great progress in making Student Council a more approachable organization. So continuing that trend of making Student Council, Council not just like this, faraway distant organization but something that any student can approach and ask questions bring advice and yeah mm-hmm. we'll go into some rapid fire questions you don't need to provide context if you don't want to mm-hmm. what's your favorite album <laughs> you know i'm more of a find a random playlist and hit shuffle type of guy so i don't really have a favorite album but I'd say Apple Music over Spotify, if that device. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Or or maybe do you have a favorite artist? I really don't. I'm, it's like my <laughs> mood for music shifts daily. Like yesterday I was listening to classical. The day before it was like J-pop and like Japanese music. The day before it's Korean. So it's like it spans internationally a wide variety of genres. So I really don't have a favorite artist. Favorite ice cream flavor? I'd say chocolate, you know, classic. Can't really go wrong with that. What's something you could talk about for hours? This is what like spans a lot. Like it really depends on the person I'm talking to and what kind of like mood rate. You know, it could be about sports or it could be something even deeper about like our future plans or like what we want to do after graduation. So I think it, I really don't have a specific topic that limits me and like my conversation time it could be something from science or english it could be something as simple as like the recent sports game to all the way to like philosophy or like what we see as fallacies of humanity so you know you know if you want to come and talk to me please come and talk to me i'm always open do you have a favorite class i think super creative nonfiction. A push the topic's fun, but the class is pretty intense, so I think super creative nonfiction. 
Least favorite class. <laughs> Japanese. Favorite ASIJ lunch. I think katsukuri. It's the most, you know, safest, consistent one. The chicken, you know, mac and cheeses, those are all really good options, but they have their ups, they have their downs. Sometimes they're fantastic, sometimes they're pink inside. Yeah. <laughs> katsukuri is the safest one. All right. To get back to the main point with the last question. Uh, a couple of your big themes are talking about how important it is to represent a diverse student body and the importance of interaction between grades. It's something that you can hear a lot from class representatives and you hear time and time again from presidents. What makes you different, Jake? I mean, I definitely see where you're coming from, you know, like as voters, it's like, it's really hard to see someone and really, like, because, like, if you're a sophomore, like, one grade below me, you've already seen, like, this election process happen two or three times now. And I'm sure every year someone mentions transparency, student life. So I think as voters, it's definitely harder to, like, really truly, like, feel like you understand each candidate and see what they are standing for. But I think this year, like something like this, where like the What's the Videos interviewing me or like the Hanabi articles that will soon come up, I think these things would hopefully allow you to better understand where what I'm trying to do. I've talked to a lot of different people from different grades, like this firsthand interaction with me. I hope it kind of like you can see what I'm really standing for, what I want to do as student council president. So I hope that you can put your trust in me and then vote me for student council president and I promise that I will deliver. So yeah, put Chan in charge. All right, thank you, Jake. Keep calm, there's Chan. Or put Chan in charge. Thank, thank you. Thank you, oh, Jake. <laughs> that was 11th grader Jake Chan. If you're a member of the class of 2024, 25 or 26, You'll be participating in the election on April 6th. The election results will be announced the next day on April 7th. Keep an eye out for Jake Chan's campaign and make sure to check out the two other interviews in this three-part series. As always, thanks for listening.